back to Barter Community College. And kids, how do you feel about spirals? I don't like them. I forgot the joke. Also, he's Jordan. I'm Jordan. I don't like them. <laughs> Not anymore, anyway. I, I like them specifically less now. <laughs> Decidedly less. Yep, that's right. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about Junji Ito's Uzumaki. Which was... Was it his first? No. No, I think it was his most... I think it was his first success. It's probably, it's probably his most famous work. Yeah, uh, let me see. What, what is his... Uh... At least collected. Um... Let's see. So 2001... I mean, Uzumaki was in 99. There wasn't... Let, let's see what he wrote first. Boop, boop, beep, boop. He was a dental technician? Yes, sir. What a weird guy. Oh, wow. It doesn't really actually give you... I'm looking at the wiki, and it doesn't actually give you a whole lot on his uh, his general works, because apparently he did uh, about a dozen issues that have turned into, like, the Ito collection and Tomy and stuff like that. Tomy, I think, is supposed to be from the uh, late 80s, early 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it ran from 1987 to 2000. So yes, Junji, Junji Ito has been making manga, uh, you know, since around the same time as Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Not as old as Toriyama, but... Yeah. That's pretty crazy. 87 is a long time to be making manga. That's very much so. And he has a very unique style when it comes to... Um, he's the artist as well, too, right? Um, he does a lot of the... He does a lot of the, like, individual parts, but... Yeah, I don't think he does, like, uh, the all of it, but... You know, the thing with a lot of these, um, a lot of, a lot of with the manga writers, they tend to have a small team, so that while they're credited as doing most of the, like, most of the ideas work, you do have a team of people that, you know, finish the, you know, finish the art, clean it up, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, it was produced, published by Shogu Kakukan... Who else? What else have they done of note? Uh, oh, they've done Koro Koro comics since the 70s. Uh, they do Weekly Shonen Sunday, which has been popular for a long time. Which is, yeah, Weekly Shonen Sunday like is where all of Takaha uh, Rumiko Takahashi's stuff gets yeah. put in first. So you're talking like they've been around since 59. It's crazy. So, all right, so uh, Uzumaki, or uh, as it is known in the West, Spiral, uh, was syndicated from 98 to 99. It is three volumes, 20 chapters? Yeah, I think 19 chapters. Yeah, it's either 19 or 20. I always forget how many it is. Each chapter roughly runs about 30 pages, give or take. So uh, some of them less. Like, some of them are like 18 to 22, depending on like what story it is. Uh, yeah, there's 19, and I guess there's a Lost Chapter, is the which lost is the chapter. Galaxy, so 20 technically. Yeah. Which was weird. <laughs> galaxy was I can very... see why it was cut out. Oh, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense in the context of itself, which was very bizarre. So, uh, Uzumaki takes place in a town in Japan. Uh, does it actually have a name? Yes. Kurozucho, Black Vortex Town. 
Uh, I think it also translates as like closed town. Uh, Black Vortex Town apparently is. What it has that. multiple. Oh, does it? Yeah, it has multiple meanings. Depending on how it's, yeah, yeah. that's still crazy. So uh, the story mostly follows uh, uh, Kirie Goshima and her boyfriend uh, Shuichi. Yeah, Shuichi Saito. And then everything in the town starts going weird when his dad decides that he's going to turn himself into a spiral. He also gets really mad that the spiral fish cakes aren't in his ramen and he attacks his mom almost, which was a fucking crazy ass scene. Um, yeah, re real quick, uh, speaking of fish cakes, uh, let's go ahead and get this out of the way now. Um, <laughs> get your get your uh, Rasengan, Sharingan jokes out of, out of your system. Because <laughs> this has nothing to do with Naruto, of course. Absolutely not, but <laughs> believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Habib it. Uh, so, uh, her dad becomes obsessed with spiral shapes, and in the art you start noticing there are a lot of sort of subliminal messaging beginning in, like, even the first couple of pages uh, with the uh, foliage, and things start turning from weird to weirder to significantly weirder, and they don't really stop. So, the... This manga has such a bizarre progression where it starts off as kind of like a, a series of connected but largely independent uh, stories um, that each have a similar theme or symbol of the of a spiral being in some way part of the misfortune. Um, but up until probably about... Uh, I would say like chapter twelve or thirteen, you probably could, around ten. I think the hospital is like that's when like it really two, well, and that's yeah. like two. That's like kind it's of almost like two. three parts. Yeah, because like one of them leads directly into the other one, and the hospital is yeah, two parts. That's when it gets kind of increasingly serialized. But up until that point, you could kind of read the individual chapters like it kind of disconnected from each other. Oh, yeah. and still get. I mean, pretty I much think, the same. I think the, the first chapter has to be read. Period. Because, like, there's a lot of setup in the first chapter that, like, you don't get the context for a couple of the other chapters if you don't know why it started. Because, mm -hmm. like, Kyrie's dad shows up, like, a dozen times. Well, it's not Kyrie's dad. Excuse it's me, Shuichi's, Shuichi's dad. dad. Yeah. Because that man uh, achieved everything every man I guess wanted. the first two chapters are very serialized. But a lot yeah. of the other ones can kind of be, like, are almost just, like, their own, almost their own individual horror story, that is. Yeah. And, and... Yeah. To give you the idea, um, it is very, very body horror. Um, yes. Pretty much constantly. So, so if that's not your thing. So and, and and to also to also kind of preface this a little more, Junji Aicho's stick is he's a horror manga writer. Like that's yeah, his, he is he's described as a, a seinen horror manga ka. Yeah, that is that is his thing, uh, and pretty much everything he's written is horror related in some way. If not, was cats horror? I think that, well, isn't there one series that's just about his cat at home? I think so. Uh, he, does have a, he does have a funny side, because at the end of, like, for example, here in, uh, in my collection of Uzumaki, you, you see at the end he has a, a bunch of kind of little gag strips. Yeah, and they're actually pretty writing. good for the most part. Yeah, he, and for, just listening to the guy in interviews, he seems to have a very good sense of humor, and uh, like an awareness of his, uh, an awareness of the his reputation and to know when to kind of like not take things very seriously. And I, I do respect the guy. 
um, as far as horror manga, or as far as, as far as manga could go, he's, he's one of the coolest. Yeah, he definitely doesn't take himself too seriously, which I think is very unique in that field. Um, he was also, uh, cited to have brought on, um, Junji Ito for Silent Hills when Guillermo del Toro, uh, were the main directors. He was actually supposed to be brought with, on uh, as an with additional. Kojima? Yeah, when he was, he was supposed to be brought on as an additional creative That really director. was the, the best thing. <laughs> it was the best happened. of times. Yeah, oh man. Like, it'll go down in history. Like, there's still PlayStations that sell that have PTR that are expensive. It's like, that is the most... Guillermo del Toro, Hideo Kojima. And the fact that, yeah, they were dead set on getting Junji Ito there, which is crazy to me. Um, So I guess if I'm reading... So Tomi, Uzumaki, and Gyo are his horror ones. And then he has Junji Ito's Cat Diary, which is apparently another really good one. So it's just talking about his cats. But he has probably about a dozen pieces that are kind of, of just... And a bunch of one-shots. Yeah, tons of one-shots. He has a lot of, like, non-multiple-volume, like, runs. Uh, Fragments of Horror, Dissolving Classroom, Shiver, Smashed. There is a... You can actually watch... Um, uh, there's an anime called Junji, uh, Junji Ito's... I think it's Horror Collection. Yeah, it's pretty good. Or it's got a lot of the... Anthology. Yeah, because that one's got Tomi in it, and it's got a couple of the other like small-time ones. I think there's some Spiral in there, but I don't think a lot. Because um, Adult Swim has gotten the rights to that, and it was supposed to premiere in 2020, and that didn't happen. Um, but it's being produced in black and white, which I'm very interested in. Yeah, that's very weird. I'm. It's very unique. I look, I'm for, very, uh, I look yeah. forward to like watching it and not being able to sleep afterwards. I look forward to being to watching it and just not feeling like a human being for a while. <laughs> so, um, uh, as in uh, uh, our previous episode about Akira, um, Kire is kind of the protagonist who, while involved in the story in a very serious manner, seems to almost ignore while absorbing pretty much everything going on around her, uh, a la Canada and Akira, she just keeps going while things around her are literally it's, going to shit. I will say that... Um, <coughs> uh, we're we're going to have time to talk about a lot more of the plot in, in detail and a lot more of the developments, but I will say this. Um, I do think that... Uh, if there is, it, unless it's part of the, the broader theme, there is this kind of like, at what point do you cut and run and yeah. get the fuck out? Because <clears throat> obviously horrible things are continuing to happen. What is your line on horror situations? Does the guy with the chainsaw finally get you or have you left long before? <laughs> um, and it's, it's, it, it starts off not necessarily innocuous, but it drastically gets worse <laughs> yeah and really what uh and really what the plot boils down to like again without really spoiling anything and without getting too much further into it is imagine just a series of horrific almost like it almost like is the kind of thing that you would read and then it would be like you're you're hearing an urban legend like later about it you know what i mean yeah, he uh and some of the way some of the events work out cuz Junji Ito has cited Lovecraft as a very big like inspiration for not just this but his writings in general. So like there there's a little bit of 
eldritch, non-Euclidean weirdness to the whole thing. Yeah. And, like Jordan mentioned, body horror is a big part of it. The, I think that's almost all of it, besides people spitting hurricanes at each other. Yeah. We'll it's almost it. all we'll, body we'll, horror. We'll get into that. Um. <laughs> and some of it is fine, and most of it is not. Yeah. So it, it, it just kind of starts out as people begin dying mysteriously and in ways in which they're, they have some kind of either reference or um, some kind of reference usually to a spiral shape. A, and that sort of becomes the obsession of uh, the character of Shuishi who starts seeing everything related to a spiral as being part of a, you know, part of a conspiracy or part of a part of the the curse on the town so to speak and increasingly more uh bizarre things happen around the town that not not only are like killing people but are also just strange like black smoke rising in spirals whenever somebody dies yeah like there's a lot of interconnectedness that you don't really understand until you get later in um uh, there's kind of tornadoes and hurricanes are the and tidal pools are like the ultimate thing in in the thing because they're like forces of nature that are also coincidentally spirals um and let's not even get into the earlobe like oh god um there are so many points in this where you're and also the one thing i do want to point out is even though <clears throat> for the most part you can read a lot of these on their own they all sort of end cliffhangery ish they're always like hey look up at the sky and the last panel is just everybody looking up in the sky and you're like well shit now I don't know the, what's going the on. The chapters do usually end on kind of a, oh, fuck kind of moment. <laughs> um, yeah, right there. What's up in the sky? Yeah, they, they jazz you into it like issue one. So like you're, you're probably used to it by the time it happens. Um, I think the overall art style is well-defined without being too serious. Like it's not the prettiest style I've ever seen, but it is very concise and it is very clear. Like, they convey emotions well. You can usually tell what's going on. Like, uh, they'll draw bags under their eyes. Think people will get increasingly upset. Yeah, the expressions are very strong. Yeah, they, and they're very clear, which I think is important. Because a lot of artists can kind of fall back onto a handful of faces and hope it makes sense to them. But um, <laughs> the art in this is, is very well cut. Like I haven't, I haven't really run into any issues with continuity either. Like all of the panels seem pretty well. Uh, I, I haven't really noticed anything that's like too far gone or too far out there, um, outside of content. But uh, the editing <laughs> seems good. It's it's very clear. You're you're never really confused as to what's okay. I was about to say you're never really confused as to what's going on. You're always going to be confused as to what's going on narratively. <laughs> But as far as visually, you're going to understand, like, they're very clear-cut lines. The The panels actually look pretty good. Um, it, it's not a confusing read, I guess is what I should say, outside of narrative. Yeah, and there's not really any, um, well, how do I put it? The, the art itself uh, frequently lends to having... Uh, frequently lends to a lot of strong stylistic choices you see a lot of times spirals making their way into uh just even background elements um and 
it does a it does a very strong job of integrating like the mundane into the terrifying oh yeah because like, that's i think that's really one of the big strengths of uzumaki is that it makes you the reader feel unnerved just looking at you know a lot of very innocuous things or having these very gotcha moments of aha so that's how the spirals were connected yeah i mean and it it continues to do that pretty much throughout the entire time like uh, the first dozen are kind of loosely interconnected and then it turns into sort of a when they do the little bit of time skip because there is like a very minor time skip where the town is going from the current town to whatever it's turning into post the current town um and i think for the most part it's pretty cohesive i i never really found myself like wondering what was going on outside of like well i gotta see how fucked up the rest of this is like it's very easy to follow along with and it's very in its own universe yeah i i think again one of the biggest strengths of it is that um it starts off from a very it starts off from a Again, kind of an urban legendy, very like very mundane things, and twists the mundane into much more disturbing, uh, much more disturbing ideas. You have a very um, I, honestly, I really like the protagonists, like Kiri yeah, and Shuichi like, specifically. Like Shuichi kind of falls off during the back half because um, they sort of refocus on Kirie because he's Shuichi's just kind of there for almost plot foil at that point like he's the guy pointing out he's specific very plot he's elements. kind of an ex he's kind of an exposition guy whereas yeah. whereas <clears throat> kirie is kind of the is reactionary viewpoint character yeah. she you're the one you're following her and she's kind of narrating the story um and there aren't really any other characters i think that are particularly meaningful and that they have much to do really you don't know you don't think the sneeple we'll get to them um, can we not <laughs> uh like her parents are kind of minor characters and they well, and her family takes like a bigger role later on and then things just get weird but for the most part like you're not going to get attached mm-hmm. to any specific character outside of the two main ones yeah a lot of the one-shot characters range from being minorly memorable to fucking weird not really <clears throat> Oh man, why do you why do you gotta like we we have we actually have some of the scans pulled up right now to take a look, uh, and yeah, some of these chapters get really fucked up. Um, I would say don't read if you're not into body horror. Yeah, if 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 body horror even like sort of isn't your thing, I would probably avoid it. Um, it gets well and, and like you know if you're already like horror is already a niche genre you know people especially s- in manga people seek it out you know it's yeah. not like a it's not like the thing where you know a you know an action movie is supposed to be for everybody yeah. i guess um and but, i i don't think particularly i do not find it scary like at no point was i ever really like unnerved outside of looking at things and going that's icky um, the atmosphere is very strong. Yeah, it's very atmospheric. I will say that. The atmosphere is very strong. I think a lot of the, I think that the scares are slightly dented by the being a manga. And yeah. so while it gets, it can get kind of gross. It, you know, there's always that line of delineation between this is a, 
this is something, this is a drawing that I'm looking at versus this is, uh, you know, versus this is like, because when you think about it from what it would look like in real life, like if you were to look at a real body that say has been twisted into the shape of a spiral and, you know, like that would be horrifying. Oh yeah. That would be absolutely terrifying. And it, and it is terrifying more of the thought than necessarily some of the drawings. I do think there are some of, some of the art in this book is totally fucked up. Oh yeah, no, the, uh, and, like, and like, but it, I wouldn't say it is like scary in a horror sense. It is just unnerving. Like there are a lot of scenes in, in the manga where you're just going to look and the intent is to bring out a primal kind of suspense and horror and you just look at it and you go, that's just, well, some ugh. of them do get visceral, get visceral. They're, most of them get visceral. Especially like, in the middle half. Yeah. The, the middle, the middle portion, I would agree that it like. You're going to have some kind of reaction to it, um, but you're never going to be like terrified. Yeah, and there is this, there is the very strong psychological element too, because a lot of these characters are usually suffering from obsession, typically yeah. that is warped by that is warped by whatever curse is here on the town, and you you slowly and you you know you 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 know you kind of predict these as they happen, but like things just kind of get worse. Like, that's like the, that's kind of one of the recurring themes, and I think we'll do a nice little spoiler break, and we can talk a little bit more about the themes and stuff as we go, uh, and so we can talk about a lot of the more fucked up individual moments so you're not spoiled. So, I, th I think before the spoiler, um, if you want a change of pace and you're not really upset by body horror, I would give it a read. I, I think it is a, considered a horror classic because it kind of is. It sets a lot of themes that... Um, weren't really touched on in a lot of media um outside of like lovecraft and some later See, fiction this feels to me like uh this reminds me a lot of watching a cronenberg movie yeah it's very cronenberg-y uh it, it's there there's a lot of amalgamations um, of people and I, and I i think if you're already the kind of person who likes horror movies like then yeah you'll probably be fine i don't think this is a good general audience thing but i think this is a pretty solid uh work of genre fiction i um it's the kind of. It's also pretty easily accessible. Oh like, yeah, I, you, you can, can actually go it. to. You can actually go to like a Barnes and Noble and buy a copy. Yeah, you of can it. find copies pretty much everywhere. Um, it's not particularly expensive. Uh, there are also free places to get it. We're not saying any of those because you know, like your local library. Like yes, your local. Li I don't think any of them have Uzumaki on. You would be surprised. I probably would not, but I'm leaning towards not the <laughs> likeliest poll. Um, all right, so. Um, I think you should read it, uh, especially if horror is kind of your thing. Uh, if it's not, stay away from it. I, you're just not going to get a lot out of it. Like, it's the it's a perfect example of a cautious recommend because I think it's a great. I, I think it's a great. I think it's a great like. I think the thing. story itself is fine. I just don't think it's going to appeal a lot of to a lot of people that don't like that tenuous sort of. But if you yeah, it's the kind. It's it's in that same ballpark to me of like recommending. Uh, Oh, uh, of recommending like the thing. Yeah, uh, I exactly. love the thing. It's yeah, one it's, it's one of my favorite words. movies. Period. But, but it may not be some people's thing. It's not for everybody. Um. <clears throat> so, warnings aside, I, give the first one a look, and if you're cool with that, it does get worse, but not so significantly that. If you can get through the first chapter, okay. You're yeah, you're, fine. if you can get through the first one, it does get. Uh, it does have spikes of weirdness that are probably worse, but only a little bit. 
there's nothing that's going to send you screaming for the room. I will say, and I will say for for longtime horror fans, there might be a few things in this particular work that you might that you might kind of read and you know be kind of stuck in that that weird line between is this like is this horror or is this just funny at this point? Yeah, it does kind of it does. I don't want to use the word banal or banal, but. It does kind so of. What's the what is the literary expression? Ba- bathos. A little where, bit. Where yeah. it's like you, where the failed attempt to be like dramatic or serious. Yeah. Is it, funny. It, it kind of. It does lean into itself very significantly. So. It, it, yeah, there's there's a certain amount of self awareness uh, as it as, as as again it just it it's it, I would almost say it becomes just more pure surrealism. Yeah. Than active horror towards the the last few chapters, but. There's a lot for horror fans to enjoy here. Spoiler break! Spoiler break! Going on spoiler a spoiler break! break. Hey Tango, are, get in here. They're, they're, I guess movie lobbies have peaches now. They do now. So uh, all right, our, our so movie lobby does. Outside of spoiler break, uh, fucking Snapple. No, those are snake people. These are snail people. Snapple? Yeah, Snapple. Snapple. Uh, Which is worse? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so as before the spoiler, there's nothing in here that is like going to change your life. But there's going to be a lot of moments where you look at something on a, on, a, on a panel and go, what the fuck? Like the kids who are like star-crossed lovers that... Twist into each other. Twist into each other like snakes and then that go was, to sea. That was, the like, first, that was the first moment of like... Of... Oh. Of like... Yeah. Of like, oh, <clears> all That's right. what we're doing today. This is how... Because that's, that's, that's the first one to me that strikes me as, okay, this is kind of funny. Yeah, it definitely was like, okay, there... You kind of lost me in the horror element, but this is still fucking weird. Yeah, and then uh, when Kyrie's hair starts, like... That's the... Yeah. They have the hair battle between her and her rival in class. Well, and, like, what I love <sighs> is that it's like, Kyrie, it's just happening to her. It's not natural, like... But the other girl had to have taken the time to sit there and just turn her hair into spirals. Yeah. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> And then it ate her brains. Yes. Like the 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 general weirdness is interesting. I will say that, but there are a couple of moments like snail people, uh, and the hospital scene with the mosquito people. Really not uh, a fan. Yeah, mosquito pregnant mosquito women. Stabbing not, people. Not what I I did not sign up for that. I will go ahead and say that out loud. I think the mushrooms is worse. That was pretty... It's pretty close, but the mosquito women are pretty fucked up. That was probably the most nauseating. Yeah, like, everything in the hospital was pretty much... I'm I'm okay not getting... We can just skip this. (laughs) Um, There's a lighthouse that incinerates people. people. The snail people was pretty, like... 
That's pretty up there for my, like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, uh, hey, like, hey, what happened to this guy? Why is he growing a shell? Why is he a snail? Oh, no, they took the teacher. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, oh, no, geez. he's got babies. No. <laughs> oh, no, they're eating the Sneeple. Yeah, oh, and then they start eating the Sneeple. <clears throat> they start running out of food. Speaking of which, you know what I love? How much of the early elements come back, like... All of uh, them? Like, get repeated again. Literally all of them. Yeah, and it's like... So the town continues to get into these massive degrees of oddness. Uh, tornadoes start showing up, and then there's a pond in the middle of the town that starts eating all of the tornadoes and turns into, like, a por- permanent vortex. I was about to say a permanent vortex. Uh, it's permanent. <laughs> um, and so, like... The town slowly starts getting devastated, and then people figure out that they can, like, make tornadoes by spitting tornadoes at people. Yeah, they, so, that's... That that's, never really... That's kind of, like, the, that's kind of like the, the third time where it, like, where you yeah. kind of lose me on the horror and it gets into funny. You just, <laughs> you have these kids, and they're like, oh, yeah, those kids have been blowing down buildings, and you're like, they, yeah, they just make big noises, and it makes tornadoes yeah because i guess the the sonic effect of the area since the vortex is so powerful like any major movement or sound motions like creates this massive wind so all the characters are like talking about oh we have to be quiet we can't make too much noise and these kids are just like yeet yeah these kids are just like you want to see a tornado you want to see my rasengan um and the only thing left in town are like these row houses that are you know from they've existed in japan and in other places forever because they're built to withstand high winds they're supposed the wind is supposed to go through the house as opposed to withstand hurricanes or typhoons so all of the regular architecture in town gets destroyed and everybody goes oh we just need to build more row houses and then they build more row houses and more row houses and more row houses and then everybody in town... And then, spoiler alert, it's in a spiral. And it's in a spiral. <clears throat> and then everybody in town sort of turns into an amalgamation of, like, we're too caught up in each other. Which doesn't make sense because there's no way there was that many people. It doesn't make sense it doesn't, at that point. It doesn't really matter. It does. Because, like, at that point, there have been massive casualties. Well, and, like, <clears throat> you get a lot of questions of where... Okay, Kiri seems to have you know, like, free will and an ability to understand what's going on, whereas nobody else seems... Like, a lot of the the rest of the town just sort of gets trapped in... gets sort of trapped in this curse. Like, they they lose... They lose their own, like, sense of understanding. Oh, I forgot about the jack-in-the-box kid. Dude, that that fucked me up a little bit. Although it has... It has one of my favorite (laughs) moments where they're talking about... It's like... Or like, uh, there's a clown or whatever, a toy in Kyrie's room that tells her, uh, that, that tells, uh, that says that, oh yeah, he's gonna come back and fucking kill you. And then you're like, well, that's weird. And then, like, they go, it cuts to them going to the cemetery to check his body or whatever, and Shuichi says to Kyrie, you know, we're coming here because a, a toy told you to come, <laughs> told you to come do this. And then, like, the body shows up and then starts springing after them, and then its guts fall out. And, and then it, it turns its guts into a spring, and then it turns. Oh god! And then it turns out he had a um, he had a car uh, a car spring inside of him the whole time. 
Yeah, like, well, because he got into a car accident. He was like, because he, like, the kid just jumped out at people. Like, that was his thing. And then he really liked Kiria, and Kiria was like, yeah, I'm not about this. And he goes, I know how to get your attention. And he just, like, jumps in front of a car and gets, like, mangled under the wheel. He gets, he gets like, mangled worse than Brian and Family Guy. Yeah. So, like, I guess at some point, like, one of the the springs from the shock absorber had gotten caught in his corpse. And so he turned into a literal jack-in-the-box. Like, everything about this, like, this, I can't... It's kind of, it's it's ridiculous, but... I can't stress enough how fucked up literally everything is. Yeah, and a lot of these chapters, you know, it just always ends with things getting worse. And there's not really a good, like, understanding of chronology, I don't think. Yeah, because you don't know how long is between each thing. You don't know how long everything takes. There's no, like... I, I think for the sake of, like, <clears throat> making things make more sense, this couldn't have all happened at, like, you know, with, like, a couple of weeks in between. Like, this... Like, it feels more like rapid fire to me, almost. I would hope so. Otherwise, it doesn't make a lot of sense. There's a... There's a lighthouse that's melting people. Also, the top right, tell me that isn't Starry Night. <laughs> it's just starry night with spirals and it's unnerving like everything about that is unnerving but uh it melts people that go in there which is really good and then this is when you start getting like people are creating their own like little mini vortexes this is when that sort of starts there's a bit with the dad and yeah. he starts making like fucked up pottery from this from the town's pond and like it comes out in these weird spiral shapes and he's like yes i've created art yes <laughs> The, the the necessity of art. That's such a cool... Like, the, wait, right now we have up the the melted lighthouse, which is such a cool image. It's very uh, Cthulhu-y. Like, you get, you get a lot out of it. And then when the sun goes down, it turns into, like, I'm gonna melt you. I get a lot of... It's funny, because this came out pretty close to the same time as Silent Hill. And I get a lot of the same vibes from the... Kind of, but... Like, of a fucked up town with the yeah, air raid but, sirens. But Sil and Silent the... Hill did have like sort of a specific direction to be fucked up in. Whereas this one is just kind of like all encompassing with its fucked up in mm -hmm. Like there's a theme, but it goes kind of wide. So, um, the town's yeah, get... going wide is kind of a good way to describe it. Oh because yeah. It, like, I... The, <clears throat> one of the underlying, one of the, one of the, the, the repeated, since the spiral is this repeated like symbol Every chapter has something to do with, okay, here's a spiral-shaped thing that's fucked up. Yeah, which which it definitely, like, does not stop. Ah, yes. Like, Mis hey, you know what's fucked up? Snails. Hey, you know what's really fucked up? What do people turn into snails? Yeah, you know what's really fucked up? Mosquitoes. <laughs> um, and so, well, yeah, the, the series kind of feels like it has a major change around like the two-thirds mark where people start trying to leave uh the town and they are unable to like through circumstances or uh mind fuckery they are unable to leave the town and it starts getting to the point where if you get into the town you can't leave it like a news helicopter comes after a series of hurricanes and is unable to and like is unable to leave the town once it gets in you have um it, like ships will try to come in and will get destroyed by hurricanes or typhoons like and just 
Yeah, because, like, eventually, like, the Japanese sends, like, a navy out to get them, and then the spirals are like, no. no. So, technically, if you really wanted to be specific, this is probably the beginning of Gurren Lagan. Yeah, that was the other obvious joke. Yeah. This is this is the spirals. Taking that's about over. how spirals are good. This series is about how spirals are bad. Yeah, spirals bad. Um, so I think the too long didn't read for it is uh, if you like just weirdness, Uzumaki's pretty good. Um, there are going to be a couple of moments in the manga that stand out for you. Um, I, I can think of a couple just off the top of my head, and having just sort of brisked back through it while we were recording this, uh, like I'd completely forgot about Jack and the Boy. Uh, so that was. Not something I really wanted to remember, but here we are now. Um, it's pretty good. It, it's it's really easy to sit and read. I did it in like a sitting. It's like a good. It's like a good two to three hours sit. Like if you were to sit and read it from beginning to end, I think. And the, like, uh, I think thematically it's very interesting because you have every one of these characters as they you know as they meet some kind of grisly fate are usually you know, become obsessed with the item in question that causes their demise, or they're obsessed with something. Um, so it it has the, you know, it's not just a literal spiral that they become obsessed with, but there's this, this spiral into despair or death or, you know, something bad. And I like that, I like that kind of thematic cohesion that each of these stories has where they get obsessed with something and it leads to them you know, becoming monstrous or dying. Yeah, I also forgot about the uh, the re-implantation of the baby and the pregnant lady. Yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't need to see that again, but we did it. Um, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, you're welcome. There, there are just... There are just points in this manga where, like, you get through it, and I don't know if it was subliminal or, or my mind was actively trying to just get through it, but there are points where you're just like, man, everything about this is fucked. And it and and the way it even ends, where it doesn't really explain why things are occurring the way they are. It kind of the characters kind of have ideas, but it never really gives you a concrete. Like, well, it just sort of like like ends the cause. same way it, it it is supposedly it ends in a cycle. Like apparently, a town gets built on this giant spiral mass grave thing site. Yeah, like they end up. Once you get trapped in the in the spiral, you can't get out. It's yeah. this endless repeating cycle of misery. And like towns just get built on top of it, and then get eaten by it, and then get built on top of it, and get eaten by it. So like, I don't know how, you know, it, ten thousand, tens of thousands of people that go missing every like hundred years, and nobody goes, hey, by the way, maybe we shouldn't build a town here. But like, I get it, I guess. And it, it sort of addresses, I think, like I said, there's a, there's the easy criticism of well. How does the time, you know, how does this work chronologically? How does, you know, why don't people just leave? They fucking can't. Like, yeah. that's the, that's the, that's the theme of the story is like this kind of misery happens and people can't get yeah, out Yeah, and, and at one point they go for the, like, they go to walk out of the town and they end up doing like all of these spirals in the woods. So they keep running back into other people. Mm-hmm. And then they end up like on the whole other side of the coast, on the other side of town, and, and then, they just did a circle. And then by the time they get back to town, it's been decades. Like they have uh, like, something weird gets, like that. Yeah, time gets <clears throat> like there is some kind of like time dilation or skip or something like dilation, that. like a spiral, like a spiral. Oh, so um, give it a read. I, I liked it. I don't think 
I don't know if it's something I would revisit a lot, but I would definitely read more. I think I'll revisit it. Because of it, I will definitely read more. More Gene Giacchino. Um, I think that's the strong part, but uh, past that, I don't see me really having a very strong desire to go through spirals again. I have seen it. I don't need to saint it again. <laughs> no, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed reading this, and I kind of picked it up on a whim and uh, said to Jordan, hey, this would be good. Like... I, you know, I was, I was very pleasantly surprised. Like uh, the fucking fool I am. <laughs> kind of sprung it on him. <gasps> Spring, like a spiral. Like a spiral? Like a jack-in-the-box kid? Uh, I don't want to grow up because I'm dead. That's literally the moral of that story. <laughs> yeah, of course. Which is funny because he still is dead. The entire time they dig up the body, the body is dead. It just... It's happens. one of the rare stories that has like a fakey, like, maybe it's magic, maybe it's money. Yeah, it has a massive where... fake out in it. And or you're just like, like, what the hell did that have to do with anything? And then... Which, you know, compared to the other chapters where it's like, no, that dude just turned into a slug in front yeah. of everybody. And we're just not going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I like at the end of the lighthouse one where it's like, oh yeah, no, this thing is charring human bodies and turning them into brief jerky. And the town's like, yeah, we'll destroy it eventually. And you're like... You burn it down now. Like, there's no... You don't wait. Yeah, it's like, again, it's like, again, like, you... There's this kind of, like, hey, hey, you know, I... Like, people have literally turned into slugs. Like, that's kind of like the... The, the slugs are kind of like the, the line yeah, here. The, the slugs like, are the point where you go, okay, somebody somewhere has to have seen this and gone, national emergency, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, you know... Th things are not ever going back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's Junji Ito's Uzumaki, or Spiral, so um, good luck. Read it. That was a bedtime story, but read it. Yeah, no, don't don't read it as a relaxing thing, because it's, it's not exactly tense, but it's not relaxing. Gets you wound up, you know, like a spiral. It'll definitely make you, make you look at spaghetti in a different way. <laughs>